I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So here's another episode we recorded during lockdown. Just a warning, there are a couple of sound blips during this one. We've done our absolute best it certainly won't spoil your enjoyment. You know, we've been up against it technologically, but you might experience a couple of dropouts. of I don't know why I'm trying to cover here. Uh, Vicky Patterson smashed Urkan's head into the microphone a couple of times and we lost, we lost the feed. Hello, I'm Russell Kane, and this is another episode of Boys Don't Cry. It's the show where we force men to talk about the things women wish we would speak about and also men often wish we would speak about. It's like putting your ear against the pervy keyhole of secrets and hearing what men really think. And it's long overdue. And what a panel I've got for you today. I'm joined by powerhouse comic ejaculator of rhythm and funniness, Adam Rowe. He opens his mouth and it squirts out at top scale speed. Everything he says is funny. He's been banned from funerals because if he sneezes, people start laughing. Adam Rowe is in the house. Are you in Liverpool at the moment, Adam? I am in Liverpool. I'm in my uh, spare room slash office slash clothes room slash junk room slash whatever else. <laughs> Adam lives okay. in a bit sit. That's what that tells me. <laughs> Can I just, I'll start by sharing and say, do you know how annoying it is to be objectively the least attractive person on a voice, on a Zoom call? <laughs> I just look at every screen, even the fucking directors in the corner, and I'm like, like, there's, there's, it's not even debatable, and I can't get it out of my head. Do you mean accent-wise or physically? Everything! <laughs> and making my booking so much easier, my second male guest is sat next to, I should have explained earlier, we always have a female auditor. Why do we have a female auditor? Because if you get three guys together to talk about height, lust, Instagram liking of pictures, we drift into, well, you know what women think. Well, we don't need to make those assumptions because the female auditor today is none other than Vicky fucking Patterson herself, <laughs> uh, who's won everything you can freaking win. I wouldn't be surprised if she's there with a Nobel Prize last year going, wasn't looking for it, fucking took it anywhere. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And she sat next to her goddess of a god, god of a boyfriend or goddess. I'm, I'm, I mean, he could probably pull it off. Is uh, Erkan Ram, surname genuinely Ram, his favourite <laughs> verb to ram it home. Um, so you are a couple, you're locked down together, right? Yes. Yes, we are. And how's that going? No. Can you not tell? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it could. Well, have a good day. I think day. you can tell how it's going by the fact you asked that, and his first word was no. <laughs> <laughs> 
be fair, we are we do get along really well. Um, we do have ups and bads, but ups, ups and bads. Ups yeah. and downs. Ups and downs. I can't even speak. Uh, okay, and have you have you done a reverse date night yet? I've told Vicky about this already, but oh. me and Lindsay are we're doing we're doing reverse date nights where you have one night of the week where you don't speak to each other, don't look at each other, don't communicate at all. So obviously, a date night is a is a night normally where we're so busy we make the effort to spend time together. Reverse date night is even if you have to take a bucket into the spare room and shit in it, whatever it takes to <laughs> not see the other person at all for 24 hours one day later it's great the novelty of it so you'll go off watch a bit of box set you know viking series four i can um, imagine you urkan oiling up a little bit and us chucking a discus like some sort of cypriot god <laughs> ram, <laughs> ram from. oh god that's um, the idea of heaven not you chucking a discus just us in separate rooms you've caught one a bit uh, of a be- bad day russell we're having a tough day so, say we do monday night um not that the week has any structure anyway, but we do that every Monday night. Lindsay goes off, she catches up on email, she watches what she wants to watch. I watch what we want to watch. We sleep in separate rooms. No. And then the next day, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next day, it's like, morning, where have you been all my life, beautiful? And it's boom, back on it. Oh. oh. Just try it, guys. The reverse date night. Look, if, you take, if she takes the living room and I'll take the bedroom. See, this is why That's I'm fair. And she's got the TV. No, is that fair? I'm not sleeping on the sofa. You are? Fuck off. Right, so whoever chooses the TV room, yeah. gets a sofa. Right, we'll have sweet. to hash that out later, Russell. See what you've started. Okay, okay. <laughs> Adam, are you locked down solo or are you locked down with anyone? No, I'm locked down with me missus and me dog. We got quite lucky, though, because in January, we bought um, a new bed and new mattress. And the we, we haven't got rid of the old one yet. And the new mattress is far too firm for my missus, whereas it's not for me because I'm... 16 stone so I sink into anything I'll sink into you're not Adam, you're not you can't be 16 stone you can't be. I know no. I don't look at me do I but what's all you five nine look look I'm not suggesting for a second that it is not bang out of order for me to be 16 stone it's like, what's your body fat four <laughs> percent I'm feeling I'm body fat I'm body fat with eyes and teeth that's what I am as a human being <laughs> I would well, if I had to guess your weight, I, I would not have gone above tw- I would not have gone above twelve. For our listeners who can't see Adam, he does not If I got to twelve stone, Russell, I will have a week long party and I'll break social distance and real sport it. We've got the old mattress still, so she's been sleeping on the old memory foam mattress. I can't sleep on the memory foam mattress because it remembers <laughs> me too well. Yeah. <laughs> well what happens is I sleep in it and it, it creates like a grand canyon effect in, in the mattress, so there's a big hole. But then if I move in the night, I end up sleeping like on an angle because the memory foam doesn't go back immediately. So it, I either have to sleep on the side of a hill or the new mattress. So we've been sleeping separately, but that's been a blessing because she's a radiator. And apparently no. I'm a bit of a kicker in my sleep. I can't, I can't stand, but the hot in So Lindsay is, I'm, I'm, bur- I'm just burning, I'm just burning hot my whole life. So I, when, when I treated myself the other year, fitted aircon in my bedroom. And it is on 12 months a year, pumping out 16 degrees Celsius every single night. And Lindsay has a single heated blanket on her side, like some sort of kitten that's at the vet being kept alive. But she turns up full. I like like a paper thin duvet, no pillow, and just like vampire breath going into the air. Absolute heaven. She has to be wrapped. And her feet are still freezing. Still, like it's like the touching the foot of a corpse if it if it touches my leg. You know, like the creepy one in the shining when he goes into the bathroom and starts getting off of a fitty and she turns into the dead granny. That's what Lindsay's foot feels like in bed. <laughs> exactly the same. A creepy me. dead granny foot. Exactly the same. I'm I'm a radio. I'll, I'll sweat easily. 
You yeah. can see now my head is just shiny because I'm just <laughs> hot. You know what they say though? Cold feet, warm heart. That's the same. <sighs> I've never heard that. That is the same. Who no. says that? No, no, you know, you're misquoting it. It's cold feet, Reynolds disease. <laughs> Actually, that's the one I remember. <laughs> cold feet, he might be dead. <laughs> when I pop out, if but when we used to go out, I would I would do like a fake a fake outing and then pop back just to see what temperature she'd slung it up to. Like, I'm going to be three or four hours, but I wasn't. I'd go and I'd come back two minutes later. Bang, she's banged it up to 24 degrees Celsius, mugging me off for the quarterly bill. Fucking geckos warming up on the breakfast bar. It is so warm in here. I love it. It's out of order, isn't it? 24. How have you survived evolution? You should have died years ago when there wasn't central heating. These people should have been taking out the food chain, the ones that can't keep themselves warm. I've got no time for cold people. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not normally prejudiced, but cold people can do one. Yes. I honestly, before before I met my missus and moved in with her, I would in winter if it was snowing outside, I would sleep with the window open because my sort of me philosophy. I've got a philosophy. I feel like everyone should have a philosophy. So get yourself a philosophy. I've got one. Okay. It's that you can always warm yourself up, but it's hard to cool yourself down. So it's dead easy to just get wrapped in a quilt and make yourself exactly. dead warm. But if you exactly. if the room's warm, it's impossible. And if you put a fan on, it just ends up blowing the hot air in your face. It's awful. Exactly, exactly. I always say, because once, once you get everything off, what are you going to do? Skin yourself. There's nothing left. Once, once you're into your pants, you can't peel your skin off. Like, go and get a blanket or evolve. Join the human race and heat yourself up. Those can't be well, only two options. Baby, can you start evolve or get a blanket? Are you going to start evolving or what? Right. So anyway, so we found out how everyone's doing. This is quite about, I've noticed as lockdown goes on and people get more used to it, all the recordings of various things I'm doing, people are get, seem to be getting happier. There was sort of a bell curve, really. In the beginning, everyone was like, hey, I need some time off. I'm kind of down with this. Followed by the bit in the middle where, where you're like running around the house with a hammer going, I just want to bash your fucking brains in. <laughs> and then and now we're sort of up the other side with all our pubes hanging down to the floor going, I'm kind of into this looking like Robinson Crusoe from the waist down. <laughs> Uh, it's because we can see light at the end of the frigging tunnel. So um, we're not going to do a lockdown topic. We're going to go back to basics. Now, I'll, I'll put my cards on the table. Just so you know, Vicky, I'm not trying to wind you up. I'm asking questions to provoke and enrich and further human knowledge because it's very unhard when we go through this process we're about to go to to unpick what is stereotype, what is our personal experience, what is anecdote, what is evidence. So let's declare that a lot of us are just working from anecdote and opinion. This is not a science podcast. Nothing's referenced. I will occasionally drop some stats in that are real. I tell you what, if anyone's listened thus far and needed to be told, this isn't a science podcast. We are, we are pub philosophers. We are, occasionally I will go up to fifth gear with some academic stuff, but we are we're, it's a bit of pub philosophy. And I want to talk about lust versus love. It's not as grubby. It's not as grubby as it sounds. I'm fascinated to know: is there a gender difference? How big that gender difference is? And, and what these gender differences mean for how we fall in love and conduct our lives. And men seem to have various stages of lust that peak at sort of 18, 45, and then again at 70. And then the stat I will kick off just to really blow your minds is the decade of a man's life where he's most likely to stray from a long-term relationship is his seventh decade. No! You would think it would be some lad in his 20s smashing it around town it's a man with his last testosterone 
chance to sow the seed is the most likely. And if you think about it and open the newspapers, it makes sense. The 20 year old model with the creepy billionaire, it's over and over and over again. That's the dream, that, isn't it? <laughs> that makes sense though, because that would be why men didn't live as long as women, because they that's, have that's this little dalliance in their 70s and their wives kick them out or kill them. <laughs> I would. But I just want to ask the question. It's a provocative question. We'll try to turn the sexism down to zero and just go with what we know. But the received wisdom is that men are lustier than women. No one's suggesting women don't have healthy freaking sex drives and can be dirty cows. Trust me. That's all I look for in a girl. But um, could we make the argument that on, on the majority of all the girls and boys we know in our social group, which is large between us, but on the whole, men are more lustier than women. Or is it the case that we live in a society where females daren't show their true well, erotic expression because of the sexist, horrific society we live in? Adam, what do you think? I'd say it's the former. And I think the best reference point so I've got for so that... So men are more lusty, genuinely. Yeah, defo. And my favourite reference point for that is probably... Um, one of my favourite comedians is an American guy called Patrice O'Neill. Now, he's not necessarily a household name over here. He's, he's now passed away as well. A brilliant comic. He's got a special that's on YouTube called Elephants in the Room. And he's got an amazing bit on this exact subject in that special. Um, and I'll paraphrase it now. So he's like, you could, if you made a woman, if you could make a woman and a man be completely honest and they had to answer honestly... If you said to a woman, right, you've got this lovely life, you've got a husband, you've got a few kids, but Brad Pitt wants to sleep with you. Brad Pitt wants to sleep with you. It'll throw everything away. You'll lose your family. You'll lose your kids, but you'll get to sleep with Brad Pitt. Would you do it? A woman will say no, and she'll be telling the truth. She's honest. And then you could go to a man in the same relationship. You see that woman over there behind the dumpster with all the... <laughs> <laughs> Sick all down herself, and then he'd be like, Oh, mm, but she looks so cute with garbage on it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny, provocative, but is it true, Erkan? What's your opinion? I do, I think it is. I've, I do. I've, men, definitely men are. What more like more, sexually, yeah, like 100%. Driven. But, like, I think you said earlier about um, women hide it. As yeah, in... they're forced to. We live in a, we yeah. live in a sexist society where a, a woman a woman is less likely to talk. If, if Vicky did an interview tomorrow in the press, and I admit I'm horny all the time, I want to shag everything that moves, she would yeah. be judged in a way you wouldn't. Exactly, hundred percent. And as soon as this is over, then she's going to handcuff me, take me to the bedroom, and then you won't see it because behind closed doors. You'd be so lucky. I can't be asked me. There's, I've, I've got no, I'm, I'm such a lucky man. There's no shame in my game. I've, I've no doubt that there are some women who are like mad for the cock, but I'm actually just not one of them. Like, if I'm going to take my clothes off, I'd much rather have a lovely bubble bath. No offence, you've got a Thanks, wonderful, wonderful penis. Thanks. But like, and I, I don't think we should feel ashamed of that. Enough. If that's a woman's prerogative, if she wants to go out and get the D, then get your D, babe. Don't be ashamed. But, if she doesn't, then I don't think there should be any shame in that either. And I'm one of the latter. And so, okay, all, all things being equal then, let's say we do turn men and women's sex drives up equally. So yeah. it's a thought experiment here. Patrice O'Neill is taken out of the academic canon. Uh, Vicky's <laughs> sex drive is equalised. So all men and women have an equal sex drive, but everything else stays the same. My next question is, 
do men find it easier to compartmentalize the lust from the love? What I mean by that is, is it easier for me, single, of course, Lindsay, if you're listening, to go to Ibiza, shag the most beautiful, intelligent, interesting girl I've, I've ever slept with and still go, do you know what? Don't feel like a relationship. Put the emotional condom on, I call it. The condom over the heart. Yeah. <laughs> Are men do men find that easier or is that another lazy stereotype with a woman is there more a risk of a love grenade you're okay as long as the pin is in but take the pin out i fucking love you <laughs> i think on, i think i think yeah until a woman has been properly hurt and then there's nothing what once a woman's able to do that there's nothing dangerous. that can change. Like, She's dangerous. The, like, I think there's a limit to men's ability to do that. So th- there is a woman out there who, a man in that mood, I don't want a relationship, I'm not looking for one, in that mood. Like, he, there's a girl he could meet who would change that. A woman who's in that mood could meet his soulmate. Yeah. And no, you, you're in the bin. <laughs> I've got what I need. I'm moving on to the next. As soon as a woman is in that frame of mind... It's a wall with men. It's a shaky fence. Is is that is that fair, Vicky? I mean, that sort of paints that that paints women like these sort of uh, killers when they want to be sort of print the princess killer dichotomy, which is which is quite old. I'm not saying you're wrong, Adam. I'm just saying it paints a certain. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, do you know what, right? I didn't like, I was howling listening to you there because I feel like you're on to something. It's true. So yeah. I've got, <laughs> I, I've got some mates, right, who like, Back in the day, used to be top shaggers. Like, they'd give lads a run for their money. They would. But something, like, to get to that point, something had happened. Like, they'd been in love with a high school sweetheart and he'd done them wrong. And it took that catalyst, that moment of them feeling like, oh, my God, I'm now going to do to men what they've done to me to make them have that change. And now they're savage. 
like there is there there isn't that normal like when a woman has sex supposedly i read that a body gives out a hormone that makes her feel attached to the fella she's having sex with and biologically men don't have that same thing so we're instantly at a disadvantage in this debate okay. but it's mm. as if now those mates who've had their heart broken like that they have turned that off they have told mother nature to do one and they are now able to shag around <laughs> So yeah, I agree so, yeah. with Adam. I think right. we're on to something, mate. But I don't think ninety percent of men. Yes, Adam Rowe in the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think ninety percent of men can can do can do that. Go to go to go to Ibiza, shake about, not get too attached, and come back and, and do what they want. Really. Do you, Do you think without without meaning to be overly crude about it, is it the number? of erotic encounters, as slightly as I could put it, with the same individual. I was I was a late developer so far as I was constantly going from one relationship and I had my single crazy period later later in life. And uh, what I noticed was there was a risk when you upped the number of encounters with the same girl. Oh. So I agree with what Vicky says, that there's some girls they flick the switch and they're going to have two years of being uh, bastards too. <laughs> but I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they're able to sleep with the same guy seven, eight, nine times and maintain that bastard mindset because I know a lot of men that can go, I'm going to see this girl for a couple of months, but I don't want anything serious. Mm. And indeed, that's what happened with me. I've ended up mar marrying Lindsay, so obviously <laughs> I, I gave in in the end. But once you go past six, seven, eight dates or whatever you want to call it, it becomes harder and harder for feelings not to creep in. Are men and women more equal in that scenario, do you think, Erkan? Or, do you, or are men still able to do, I could do six months, no problem, same bird, move on. I'm not getting into anything heavy till I'm 40. Is a man, can a man do that? Um, I think a majority of them can't. Because I believe that. I think, I, think men, I think men cover up they cover in the up, other yeah. direction, in my opinion. Yeah. We're giving it the big one with the yeah. Achilles, Trojan horse. That's exactly. the singular. I just want to take you to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they give it all the big one, but they're still going on dates and it's like turning to the 10th date. They obviously do like them somewhere. But they just hide it from the But they're hiding it. They want to seem cool. Oh, yeah, I'm still doing bits on the side. I don't think a man gets 10 dates in without having at least a little bit of feeling. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It has to be. You say that, Adam, there's, there's plenty of people that are so busy that when they get that boot, regular booty call, they can just visit because there's nothing else going on. There's plenty of blokes I know of that would callously think, Do you know what, this is good for a couple of months. I'm really busy. Don't want anything serious. Don't see this is a disgusting phrase. I've never used it myself. Don't see her as wifey material. What that means is going to use her for a couple of months. That's what it means. I'm right? only fucking good by day yeah. 10. But the, it's different between if you're saying booty call. <laughs> If you're saying booty call or dates, if they're doing eight dates, then they do like them. If they're just doing eight booty calls, then it's easy for them. So therefore, if it's just a booty call, then yeah, they, they don't might not have feelings. They might be busy and they just go to her for a little bit and it's sad. You've um, piped up. Have you got experience in all of this? Like, oh. I was waiting for this, you know. This is the safe space, Vicky. Don't, don't put him back in the cellar. We've only got more see if you're not in the house, Russell. Russell, you said to me this was safe. If we want some objective evidence about men versus women, nuns do a better job of fulfilling their vows of chastity than priests. Baumeister cites a survey of several hundred clergy in which 62% of priests admitted to sexual activity, but wait compared to 49% of nuns. That's still quite high. No. They must be drinking that bean 24-7. Oh. <laughs>
I feel it should be noted here that um, I haven't made a paedophile joke about priests. I feel like I deserve credit for not taking that open goal as a comedian. Um, oh, no. No, we're, talking about, we're talking about priests who give in to legal, healthy, consensual sexual urges for the purpose of this discussion. Okay. Um, that, that, sort of, that, prove, that sort of proves, does it not, what we're saying, that men are more lusty. Or it proves that women lie more. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. There was some very interesting um, comparative data done between what pe- what surveys over the years have shown compared to what people Google. So Google knows, Vicky Patterson, Google knows that you are a woman and knows your age and knows everything about you, right? Just knows from what, from the things you look at. So if we were able to hack your computer, we would be able to build the real picture of what you're interested in based on what you search for. And it's right. likely to be very different to the what you would present about yourself in a face-to-face survey, even if it was anonymous, no matter how honest you thought you were being. And when those two things are compared, the gaps between men and women drop significantly, much like the nun and priest thing there. 49 to 62% is not a massive gap, is it? You would think the nuns would be 10% and the priests would be 80, but it's closer to in that middle range. Reason being. So there, it, it, it argues to the fact that, that women are, are more forced to put out a fiction about femininity in the society we live in to comply. Otherwise, there's judgment. I mean, Vicky, you must have been on the harsh end of some of that, some of the projects and TV and entertainment you've been involved in. Um, um, you're going to get judged more harshly for daring to have a good time than a man just because you're female, even now in the 21st century, right? Well, I think if you look back to like how I sort of got me start, like, which, I mean, we all know I, I, I went on Geordie Shore when I was younger. Um, and I think like the, the juxtaposition with to which a, a guy, like the lads on the show were treated, to how the women on the show were treated is probably really illuminating. Like, army self, I'm not saying I got off scot-free, but the level of criticism or, or sort of backlash I received was a lot less than some of the rest of the girls. Like, the lads, for their behaviour, would walk out into nightclubs and bars and, like, get patted on the back, get called legends. Like, people were buzzing, like, old yeah. fridges, off the fact that they were, like... They were cheating on people. They were shagging birds. They were just ultimate lads. But if a girl on the show had sex, she was instantly called a slag. And, Mm. I mean, don't... don't, Not by me. I DM'd every girl on that show at the time. (laughs) I just think it's it's super unfair. Like, if if you're a woman who enjoys sex, then, like, hats off. When I hear men talking like that, I'm like, are you... What is wrong with men? What? Listen to yourself. You're you're scaring sexually active girls back into their shells. Talk about fucking it up for the liberated men here. I want to see feminist sex monsters out on the high street going, "Which one's next?" Oh, that to me is a, is a night out. It's not in anyone's interest in the age of contraception yeah. and safe sex and liberate to, to judge each other like True. that. Erkan scared of like um, really sexually aggressive women though. So I'm scared to have a daughter, basically. No, but he'd be You're scared of having a daughter. Yeah, but also he would he is really scared of like women who sort of know what they want and aren't afraid to get it like that. Is that a little bit of your cultural background? Your yeah. were your parents born in the UK? My my dad was my dad was born in London, mum was born in Cyprus. Turkish Cyprus. Yes. So, so Turkish Cypriot, obviously, when it comes to sexual morality, is going to be 
I would say, more conservative than the UK, right? Yeah, 100%. That's a fair comment. Yeah, yeah of course. So could 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 some of that come from your cultural yeah, 100%. background? Yeah, I think like I'm like you want you, the woman not, to be like really feminine and yeah. quite cute. Like, oh, how, how many how many boyfriends you had? I had two. Just like it's just fuck <laughs> oh, off. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> I'm not used to women saying yeah I've shagged about hundred. Um, oh, I went out last week, shagged him. But it's just. I'm not. You're not used to that sort of thing. He I'm gets, not saying he gets scared when he hears some of my mates talk. Put it that way. Terrified. There's a lot of men that, despite themselves, despite being 25 years old, will have those thoughts and they can't explain them because there's no reason to think like that. We have contraception. We have the pill. We have safe sex. We're supposed to. We're working hard to make everyone equal. And I personally, if I ever even have a trace of a thought, like, I feel like a bit of a Neanderthal just for thinking it. But if those thoughts are there, we need, we need to share them and interrogate them and work out why we're having those thoughts. Adam, would you would you say culturally, obviously we're, we're all on the same island here, but would you say there's a cultural difference in North and South with how men and women conduct themselves sexually? Because I've obviously, I'm, I'm in a mixed relationship. <laughs> I've heard from Manchester. <laughs> When I was single, for, this is, again, purely anecdotal, I started dating L- Lindsay, and we were going, you know, to nightclubs or whatever. I think it was actually in the sugar up. Now, normally, if I went to a nightclub like that, doing what I do for a living, there's a lot of female attention, which I was pathetic, but I was totally loving it. I was having a midlife crisis or whatever. <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I rocked up to that place with Lindsay on my on, on my arm when Lindsay went to the bathroom or something to the bar I was left alone like girls were like I'm not bugging myself he's here with a girl excuse me I'm not I'm not desperate <laughs> when I went out up north in Manchester uh-huh. the second Lindsay left Lindsay got cystitis trying not to visit the look <laughs> the second the second she left my arm she was like you staying with her all night or oh, what are you gonna buy me a drink the second, no the second so I, I noticed a a difference in hunting ability north and south. Now, is this anecdotal or wrong, or have you noticed it too, Adam Rose? I think it's very anecdotal. And I think, right, if you were in Liverpool, in a good bar in Liverpool, right, and you're sat there with your missus and you're Russell Kane, and everyone in the bar knows Russell Kane's over there with his missus. And, and your and missus married. Go- this is this is when I was single and Lindsay was who's that? Just yeah. somebody's out with. Yeah, when I say missus, I just mean it, the, the right. girl you've walked in with, right? Right, right. right. So, on, and, they, they, and they're seeing you sat there with your missus and she goes to the toilet. If one girl went over to you, yes! another, a, a selfie, if she went over for the selfie and come away, everyone would be like, oh, she's just being a, a someone getting a selfie. But if someone went over to flirt with you, while your missus was in the toilet, there'd be about 15 other Scouse girls who would go after that girl and be like, what are you doing, you dirty fucking slag? What are you doing? Leave him alone. His missus has gone to the toilet. You horrible fucking dog. What are you doing? Get away. She'd be thrown out. Right, so, so it's hard to know what Adam thinks, but... Uh, <laughs> That's difficult. I was doing a picture with a girl. I was doing, I'm not making this up to show. I was doing a picture with a girl. She got Lindsay to take it. And while Lindsay was taking the picture, she was telling me her hotel. No! In Essex. No, no, it's in Manchester. We're not doing, listen, understand, Vicky. I'm not sharing these to shame women. No. I'm sharing them. 
make an argument that women are equal to men and so they fucking should be and so we shouldn't judge them. <laughs> Calling everyone a rat and a slag and all that. Is, is that a positive thing, Adam? I would say the girl should be like fucking snooze you lose like, like a lot of blokes would be. Um, it shouldn't be a difference in the female or the male approach. Oh, Vic, what, whoa, 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 sorry. Can I just qualify something? No, if, the blokes if it was, would be the same. If, if it, yeah, if it was flipped. So so if a, a, if a really I famous woman... If a really famous woman was there with yeah. her fella who is has then gone to the toilet and a lad went over oh, to the girl, surely not. Ex- ex- exactly. You also got a problem with that one. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let let let, let fucking Father Row put the mic down for a fucking <laughs> second. Holier than that. Let's let's speak to Erkan, someone who I know, like me, shaves his balls. I can tell by looking at him. Yes. Now, Erkan. We are oh, in yes, the bar, man. you, me, a couple of our mates, closest lads in the world, all having a beer. There's a girl, fit as a fiddle over there, off the telly with a guy none of us fucking recognise. Guy sods off for half an hour. You go to the bar at the same time with the girl. You, come on, man. You know you would have a little cheeky little flash to smile, if, if single, of course, just like I probably would. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, you're, going out, you're going out with her. You're going out with her, Darren, Day or whatever. And uh, <laughs> you, would just, you would just do a little water test, just a little finger water you test. Would. Come on. You would. But I wouldn't go so over let's there. Not judge, let's not judge women too harshly when we know that the majority yeah. of the Urkans and Russell Canes of this world would maybe not go over and give a hotel room number. No. We'd do a little yeah. water test with a little finger. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's, that's exactly. That's Vicky, come on. Help us. You be you be the auditor on this. Oh, guys. I mean, if so, coming like coming from your perspective, if a lad is okay to do it, and then a girl is one hundred and ten percent okay to do it. Fair but enough. let me just like let me just get one thing incredibly clear: neither of these things are okay. No, nah, they're both wrong. They're both wrong. Yeah, if you're a boy or if you're a girl, and if you have walked into a nightclub or a bar with someone, then everyone needs to respect that. Yeah. And if you don't, lad or lass, you are a slag. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is a completely different debate. That's the debate about infidelity. Yeah. We're trying to we're trying to use a sort of animal, drunk, instinctive behaviour to illustrate the fact, yeah, that either the difference or similarity between male and female sex drive. I know it's yeah. not right. There's yeah. lots of things we do that aren't right, but they're good for showing the truth or non-truth of some of these. What, what we're saying, I know we're having a laugh, but some of the things we're saying are very controversial, sexist-sounding. A lot of people won't be happy with what we're saying. So I'm trying to find examples of things which go, do you know what? Yes, it's fucking rat behaviour, but it's rat behaviour that shows that, that women are built like men, full of flaws, contra- contradictions, alive sexual beings needs and if they see someone off the telly they want to drag that's, them that, that's what I wanted to clarify before I think that it's probably equal in terms of yeah. how many rat men and rat women there are yeah but all I was saying was if a girl did that in Liverpool the reaction from other scouse girls would be you're a dirty rat and if a lad did it the reaction from in fact if a lad did it it would also be from the girls <laughs> <laughs> the scout lads are just be over there going, "Oh my god, he's going to get his head kicked in. This is going to be great. Film it." Whereas the girls would be like, "Oh my god, isn't he? Isn't he dead cheeky doing that?" All right, we're just going to take a we're going to take a quick break there. This is getting way too heated. I think we need a little pause. I, for one, need to masturbate to get rid of the excess. Come back for part two, and we'll find out how women's vaginas have been scientifically proven to lie. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.